Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Zara. This week we will be talking about the protests in China, the World Cup in Qatar and the Artemis Orion capsule setting a new distance record in space. Finally, we'll be talking about Harry Potter fans having listened to books for one billion hours. Hello, this is Zara. This week, there was a lot of coverage of protests taking place in cities across China. Protesters demanded an end to the strict coronavirus rule that is still in place in China. Although for most of us, national lockdowns seem to be a thing of the past, Millions of people across China still have to deal with them as the Chinese government have a zero COVID policy. This week, there are reports of large crowds taking to the streets in Beijing, Shanghai and elsewhere across China to protest against this zero COVID policy. While the rest of the world is now living more normally, in China, lockdowns and mass testing and controls to stop people moving around are often still in place to stamp out the coronavirus. Lockdowns happen quite suddenly whenever there's a case of infection, which means that offices, schools and shops are closed quickly. In spite of this, China has recently seen very high COVID numbers. Some people have been calling for President Xi Jinping to resign, and protesters have said that lockdown rules hampered rescue efforts at a fire in the city of Yurunqi, and as a result, 10 people died. The Chinese authorities have denied this. Protests like these are very unusual in China because any criticism of the country's leaders can result in tough punishment. However, the zero COVID policy has people very frustrated with people feeling that the zero COVID policy had stolen some of the best years of their lives with people being separated from their families, missing opportunities for education and travel and losing their income. Some people who attended the protests said that they have been contacted by the police as the authorities have begun to clamp down on the protests. A heavy police presence is now apt and some of the planned protests in Beijing do not happen early in the week. A government official responding to a question about whether the protests would bring out a change to zero COVID rules said that it would continue to fine-tune and modify its measures. At a recent press conference, a spokesman from the National Health Commission said we are going to maintain and control the negative impact of people's livelihoods and lives. Hi, it's Laurie here. Whether you are interested in football or not, you may have heard lots of talk over the past two weeks about the World Cup. So what's going on? Officially known as the FIFA World Cup, it is the most prestigious football competition in the world, played every four years. The World Cup hosts the top 32 national teams in the world in a month-long competition. It is the first World Cup held during winter in the Northern Hemisphere and there has been just a week's break between the European season stopping short and the tournament beginning. Qatar in the Middle East is about the size of Yorkshire and has a population of 2.8 million people. It is three hours ahead of the UK. There are eight stadiums hosting the tournaments, which is the fewest ever, and all are in a 35-mile radius of the capital city, Doha. Out of the 32 countries taking part, only eight have previously won the World Club. 
Brazil have won it the most times while reigning champions France will be hoping to defend their crown. As is tradition, the tournament kicked off with the host country in action but Qatar lost in a 2-0 defeat to Ecuador, becoming the first host ever to lose the opening World Cup game. England v Iran was the second game of the tournament which England won six goals to two. Even though England then drew their game 0-0 against USA, they still scored enough points to move forwards in the tournament and play Wales last night. The first ever Battle of Britain at a World Cup Finals. England won the match 3-0. It was a really great game. I was able to stay up at school and watch it. Yesterday also saw Senegal, who are the African Cup of Nation current champions, win against Ecuador. So now Senegal will play England on Sunday. There are still quite a few matches to go before we know who will be playing in the final of finals. But it's exciting watching all the games and seeing teams being knocked out of the competition along the way. I definitely think England have a great chance of winning, but I wish good luck to everyone playing. Hi, it's Rose here with an interesting space story this week. BBC News reported this week that the US Space Agency's Orion capsule has reached a key milestone on its demonstration mission around the moon. The capsule was launched from Florida's Kennedy Space Center on the 16th of November on a 26-day mission designed to stretch its systems and make sure it is safe to carry astronauts. On Monday, it moved approximately 430,000 kilometers beyond the Earth, the furthest any spacecraft designed to carry humans has travelled. The ESA module delivered two key engine burns last week to get Orion into a big loop around the moon known as a distant retrograde orbit. It's called distant because the path takes Orion a long way from the moon's surface, 61,000 kilometres, and retrograde because it sends the capsule in the opposite direction to the lunar body's direction of travel. It will require two further manoeuvres in the coming days to put the capsule on the correct trajectory to come home. And the spacecraft is due to splash down in the Pacific Ocean of San Diego in California on the 11th of December, the previous record for the most distant point reached by a human-rated spacecraft was set by the Apollo 13 mission in April 1970, which is a long time ago. It went out to 400,171 kilometres from Earth as its crew fought to navigate their way home following an explosion in their capsule service module. Orion is being pushed through space by a service module provided by the European Space Agency. This vehicle incorporates the big thrusters needed to make manoeuvres. The ship is uncrewed on this occasion, but if it completes the current flight without incident... Astronauts will be on the next outing in two years' time. NASA is planning a series of ever more complex missions. It is all part of the agency's Artemis program, which is aiming to return people to the surface of the moon after a gap of 50 years. The first crewed Artemis mission is presently scheduled for late 2024. An Orion flight that would also see astronauts go down to the lunar surface could occur as early as 2025 or 2026. Hello, this is Isla. Do you enjoy Harry Potter books? 
Well, this week, Pottermore Publishing announced that Harry Potter fans have spent one billion hours listening to the tale of the boy who lived on Audible. Audible is an audiobook platform, and the Harry Potter books were made available to it seven years ago, with Stephen Fry reading the UK version and Jim Dale performing it for audiences in the US. The billion hours were calculated by adding up all the time listened to Harry Potter books in English, French, German, Japanese, Italian, Latin, American Spanish and Castilian Spanish. That is absolutely amazing. But it did make me wonder how much everyone enjoys listening to books. I never really listen to books. I like reading them. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.